So be yourself. So be yourself. So be yourself. My name's Mike, a misguided wannabe philosopher with flawed logic. And I'm your host. Join me on a bizarre journey to absolutely nowhere as I discuss random, unrelated topics incoherently. Who writes this shit? The end of liberty will be met with applause. That's the quote for this episode. I'm not really sure where that came from. I just have it written down. I know it's a quote. I don't know where it came from. But what does it mean? The end of liberty will be met with applause. There exists a zone all around the United States called a Constitution-free zone. It's a 100-mile border all around the United States from top to bottom, left to right, corner to corner. It's called the Constitution-Free Zone. It means the Constitution does not apply here. It's important to know that and understand that. You can look into why it's there. There's practical reasons. But there's also I, I also encourage you to look into um, the more nefarious or, or malicious reasons. I mean, it can be abused. A Constitution-Free Zone can be abused. <laughs> And here's the sad thing that I think something like two thirds of the American population live within 100 miles of the border of a border. So you live within this zone. Understand that. Because. Right now, Donald Trump has deployed federal agents into the city of Portland, Oregon, to police the city to clean up um, protesters, looters, and rioters. And it's important to understand that it's within this zone because he's going to get away with it. This is kind of what I want to talk a little bit about right here. Donald Trump is going to get away with it. He's not only going to get away with it because if it falls within this zone, which it does, um, he's within his authority to do so, but we know he's going to get away with it because he's being met with passive resistance from the mayor, the governor, and, uh, you know, they're just threatened to, uh, threatening to sue him and things of this nature. And it's just all, um, lip service. It's hot air. It's full of nothing. He's going to get away with it. So what does this mean to you? Well, I mentioned previously that the most immediate threat to our Second Amendment rights is not the government. It's the people via cancel culture and things like this. We should really. We need to be aware that the Internet is the last bastion of free speech. And we need to protect it. But we're not. The people are erasing each other. And we're just stomping on our Second Amendment rights. We don't need the government to do it. We're doing it for ourselves. So keep that in mind. 
as um, I kind of point this next issue out. So what does what does Donald Trump sending federal agents to an American city mean to you? Well, we know we should know most of us that uh, um, you know on the surface or 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 uh, pound for pound that that should be illegal. We know that the Constitution prevents this type of behavior from the authority. You cannot deploy the army. I don't want to get into all that, but you know, just just pound. You know, on the surface, we all think that this is illegal. And then our next thought would be something like, "Well, what do we do? What as the people of this country, what do we do?" Then you think, "Well, the First Amendment has been put in place specifically, specifically for instances like this." But here's the thing, and here's what I want to talk about, that First Amendment activists, they're on the side of the government. Most of them cannot differentiate between what a protester, a rioter, or a looter is. They're one and the same. And if you're a protester, you may as well have stole a pair of shoes out of the shop or a TV out of the shop. Um, And that's the way that they see it. So they are on the side of the government. Not only do we not need to worry about the government fucking with our Second Amendment rights, but they fucked with our, they've co-opted our First Amendment rights. The buffer that is in place to protect the people is on the side of the government. Do you understand what I'm saying? Does that make sense to anybody? And I don't think this kind of I'm going to bounce around here a little bit. I don't think that the, the the authorities in Oregon should make an aggressive stance or, you know, a, a violent stance. You know, there's a difference between aggressive and violent. I'm not advocating advocating violence in any way. And I'm, I don't have the answers. Um, I'm just trying to provoke thought. But we can tell I can tell that. uh Donald Trump will get away with this. And and if not for those reasons, the, the wording of the law will be such that he, it's going to, the wording is going to allow him to be able to do this. Nothing's going to be done is the point. And like I said, so you think, well, what, what are the people supposed to do against the tyrannical government? Well, that's what the First Amendment's for. But here's the, here's the rub. Here's the issue is that the First Amendment folks are on the side of the government. And for me, I, it doesn't matter what the people's, you know, the people don't have a voice, a way to voice their grievance. And no matter how they do that whether it's protesting rioting or looting in my mind um, before the first amendment crowd condemns them just right off hand just right off the bat they did um, they should at the very least 
consider defending them and then work it out, you know, but right off, right off a jump, rioters, protesters, looters, they're all the same. And I, I, I may mix them up too. You know, I'm only human. Um, But yeah, I mean, there they, there's no protection for them. Not a group, not in a group think sort of way, and not, you know, the the NRA crowd. Uh, this is what they've been waiting for their whole life, waiting for the government to flex. And now that the government's flexing, they're on their side. So it's been co-opted. And the you know, like the conspiracy theory goes, uh, media, news, movies, radio, TV are all designed uh, in an attempt to control your mind. I would argue that that was part of the motivation to, um, to bring these mediums to the population because people saw the opportunity to at least direct your thoughts. I don't necessarily believe it controls your mind, but I believe that your thoughts are directed. It's the light that leads the way. And uh, you'd be a fool if you didn't think that, like, the alphabet agencies are not involved in a very heavy way because it has too much influence on people. And you can't allow art to have too much influence on people. Because then people are, it, it, it art um, propels people to think. So you can't have them thinking too much. So you'd be a fool if you didn't think like the CIA or, or any government agency isn't involved in a heavy, heavy, heavy way in all of our meetings. Like, you know, Some of you guys are probably too young to even know who Walter Cronkite is, but he was the voice of America. He was the evening news throughout the 60s, 70s, 50s, I think into the 80s. He was the news voice of America. I guarantee you that guy was CIA. There ain't no fucking way that he wasn't. <laughs> Gloria Steinem, the... um face of the women's lib movement in the 70s. She's a CIA agent. That's a fact. It's a fact. So it's no surprise to me that um, the First Amendment crowd have been manipulated, deceived, and then co-opted. They are not going to defend a protester's right to protest, to have his voice heard, to file, to, to voice his grievance. It's a, it's a constitutional right, right? To be able to, uh, uh, to, what is it? Address, regret, regret, um, something. It's on the tip of my tongue, but it's a constitutional right. You, you have the right to, to have your voice heard, to have the government's ear, Right. The right to regress? What the fuck am I trying to say? There's a right in the Constitution that says you have a right to address the government. So kind of the point of 
this episode and a little bit of the last one is you need to think about um, some things. There are, and there's an infinite way of looking at a subject. And just because the majority look at it in one way, that does not mean that that is the correct way to look at something. And I'm not saying I'm looking at it anything the correct way. I'm just looking at it in a different way. I just want to provoke some thought in people. I'm tired of the the herd mentality. We need more individuals. We need more people who can think. The government does not need to step in and fuck you up. We are fucking ourselves up. And I hate to even use the term government. I, I use it. It's kind of interchangeable. But I don't mean the government when I talk about the powers that be. It's the machine, man. I've mentioned it before. The machine needs very little manpower. It only needs a few guys to um, oil it here and there. And the machine will run forever. And it will, it will be the direction that we go. We need somebody to throw a monkey wrench in there. I understand that people thought that Donald Trump was the guy in some ways. He's, he's not a career politician. But what people overlook is that he's a billionaire. And billionaires don't run around with uh, average people. They rub elbows and vacation. And the, it's their circle, politicians and powerful, pe- powerful people. So when you want to get the politician, the politician out of politics, you're never going to. Well, it's very difficult, especially if we continue to elect rich people. There's that's our problem. We think that rich people are smart. And have direction. And oftentimes, Donald Trump's a perfect example. He All he did was inherit some money. I mean, he made his own money and this and that. But uh, he's not a, really a self-made man. It's very easy to be a self-made man when you've already been made. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about the guy, to be honest with you. I know he always rubbed me the wrong way. You can tell just by looking at him. Just, he doesn't even have to say a word. His disposition is all you need to know about the guy. He's a piece of shit, man. You don't, he doesn't have to say a word. You can look right at him and tell. And I don't give a fuck if that's, if that's judging somebody or being prejudiced against somebody. Sometimes it's necessary. And anybody with a half a brain can look at this guy and see that His elevator doesn't go all the way to the top, people.
put on top of that uh, the a massive ego, and it's a recipe for disaster. Politics is a game that, you know, we have three branches uh, designed to maintain a balance of power. But here's the secret, and it's not so much a secret. Anybody with a brain should be able to see this. You divide the house, it tips the power. And so that's that's how they've managed the three branches of government. As long as I've been alive. Divide the house, it tips the power towards the executive. Not not total power, but you feel me? You understand what I'm saying? Just think about it, man. There, uh, it's just like a common riddle or a common, well, a riddle. Uh, the answer is obvious, but we don't see it. And apply that to everyday life. You are being tricked. You are being misled. I have faith in young people in some ways, some ways, not so much, but they're young, you know, so, but I have faith in their, their, um, activism and, uh, I don't want to say knowledge. There's a word I'm looking for, but I have faith in, um, I have faith that there's at least potential for a better future. Okay, but I'm sure that the hippies of the 60s thought the same thing, that when their generation got into power, that things were going to change and not shit's changed. It's because it's the machine. Nobody knows how to stop the machine and the people who get close enough that have that could have an influence on it would rather sell sell their soul. That's it for this episode, guys. Remember, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Poverty Pace Twice. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you don't think. Tell me to shut the fuck up. Tell me to sing you a song. I don't know. At the end of each episode, I like to recommend a song, suggest a song or an artist. So the artist for today is called Days and Days. Let me see if I can remember which way this goes. I think it's D-A-Z or D-A-Y-Z, the letter N, and then D-A-Z-E, Days and Days. It's it's a punk rock band, like an acoustic punk rock band. It's it's this whole sub-genre of punk rock of these people who I guess ride the trains as hobos. But um, it's great music, and it's not for everybody, but if you can listen to it, uh, the lead singer of this band, man, he writes really good lyrics for what he's doing. And it's really good shit. The song I'd like to recommend is called Self-Destruction, but they have a handful of really good songs. And like I said, it's not for everybody, but um, 
If you like music, I suggest sacrificing a few minutes of your time for this band. And then maybe you can discover more bands. It's the only band I can think of from this genre, but there's so much more. It's this acoustic punk rock type shit. And it's awesome. So Again, hit me up on Twitter. Tell me what's what. Tell me what's not what. And gentlemen, don't let your meat loaf. <laughs>